Hi, my name is Chance Prosser, the author of the House of Virgil. Some of you might know me as Chance the Podcaster, which is fine if you've been listening to me for uh, all these years, but today I want to talk to you not as a podcaster, but as a writer. I've always wanted to be a writer ever since I was in elementary school and found out that I was related to Clyde Robert Bola, another author who wrote one of my favorite childhood books, A Lion to Guard Us. Writing and publishing my own book was a journey that took many years of overcoming different challenges, but it was well worth it. Now, I am here to help out future writers, not only to let them know that it is possible to write and publish a book, but to also share tips on how to do that based on my own experiences to help with your career as a writer. While some of these tips may seem obvious at first glance, I believe there's more to them that will be discussed throughout. These are the nine tips that I've come up with that have guided me to become a writer and will hopefully guide future writers as well. First, as a writer, you should read as much as you can. This is obvious, but let me explain what this really means. A writer should be able to read to enjoy, but at the same time, they should be assessing what they are reading to find out what works and what doesn't work. For example, while studying Ernest Hemingway's Hills Like White Elephants as a high school senior, I noticed how Hemingway was able to describe with minimum details. In particular, I saw how he wrote dialogue, taking out the description of the person talking after they say it, because it's obvious they said it, and I started to write like that. Then, as a freshman in college, taking intro to literature, I learned about epistolary novels from reading Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Epistolary novels are novels that are written as though they are letters or other similar documents, which I started to incorporate into my own writing. You'll never hear me claim that I'm as good as Hemingway or Shelley, who are two really great authors, but their works did influence and shape my own writing style to what it is today. That is why you should read as much as you can and learn from reading. And in my mind, the best time to really focus on reading is right now, while you're still... Well, this podcast is meant to go out to students, but um, hopefully just read, you know, because I finished reading a lot of books in between class assignments. But now that I'm in college, I find I've been reading a lot less aside from textbooks, just part of growing up. And while there will be times I can read, it isn't as much time as it was when I was young. So if you're young, take advantage of the time you have to read right now. If you're like me and you've lost on that time, just try to find time. Like, I know it's been a while since I've read a good book, and I really need to get back into the habit of it, but just read whenever you can. Now, for tip number two, for another obvious thing to do, you should write as much as you can. I hope that as someone aspiring to be a writer, you've already started to write, and I encourage you to keep writing. Whether you're jotting down an outline of a story you want to tell or bringing a scene to life, you're going to get practice as a writer. This is a time where you can take some of your ideas you get from reading and put it to practice to see how it works. Now, I'm old fashioned. Even though I had access to document tools online, I really like writing in notebooks. Now, the internet is most definitely a key tool to use as it gives easy access along with features such as autocorrect. But, it helps to write a notebook sometimes. Uh, back when I was younger in high school, I just wrote through notebooks. And I, in my closet, I have like two crates full of notebooks. 
and it's just a lot. I go through a lot of notebooks back then. I, I still use notebooks now. Uh, so, but if you want to use online tools, that also works. For the third tip, you need to show what you're writing to other people. It's obvious, but it can be a difficult tip. It's something I've had trouble doing myself. Do you know how many of these notebooks I've shared with someone? None of them. And I probably never will either. I'll just leave them in the closet. Because I am self-conscious as a writer. I'm a harsh critic of myself. And I didn't share what I wrote because I didn't think it was good enough. It wasn't until sophomore year of high school that I made a change by writing for the high school newspaper. Now, I won't put this down as an official tip since it may not lie up for your interest as a writer, but joining the school's newspaper staff was a critical step in my progression as a writer in many ways. So, that might be something worth looking into, just joining, maybe not even a newspaper, but just something that gets you writing, something that has set deadlines that isn't just another essay. What I wrote was published for the school to see, and I felt good that they were seeing it. Maybe you have doubts about sharing your writing projects with others, but I am here to say that sharing works. Whether it's sharing with your family to receive encouragement, or posting online anonymously to a forum to receive advice, there's a benefit to sharing. The fourth tip is actually an easy way to share what you write, and that is to compete in writing competitions. Personally, I love to compete, and if I can just brag for a moment, I tend to bring home the gold when it comes to competitions. Writing competitions are an easy way to show off your writing, and more importantly, show you can write. I know that sometimes there are school competitions, but it'll mostly be up to you to find third-party writing competitions. They don't have to be formal either. Back when I was a junior in high school, I competed in a writing competition among a group of friends in a Discord server, and just to brag a little again. I won. I'd like to give you an easy writing competition to look into, National Novel Writing Month. Every November, writers all around the world work to complete a novel of 50,000 words before the end of the month. The best part of National Novel Writing Month, or how it's abbreviated, NaNoWriMo, is that you're not competing against other writers, you're competing against yourself to see if you can write a novel in a month. I've been working on different projects for November since my senior year of high school, and I'm here to say that it is possible. The fifth tip is something you can cross off right now, and that is to listen to the advice of other writers. Not counting this podcast, there are other ways to listen to what other writers are saying. While it is always nice to see writers in person, I do know that there are schools that do invite writers to speak of their time writing, and that there may be libraries that do the same. There are other ways to consult writers for advice. Check online to see if they've ever posted on the subject, or even look for books written by authors on how to write. When I was developing my writing skills in high school, I turned to Stephen King's On Writing to help enhance my understanding, and there are other books worth looking at as well. Understanding how writers write just adds more ideas that you can use and helps bring about a better understanding of the process. The sixth tip is yet another crucial step for working towards becoming a better writer, and that is to understand that not all of your ideas are going to work. Again, I keep going back to the notebooks in the closet, and it took me a long time to come up with an idea from those notebooks that would work. I 
truly when I think I think when I came up with my idea I didn't even had a notebook for it I just started writing but writing is a process that takes time so you shouldn't stress out over trying to get it right the first time make mistakes stop projects when you seriously think that they're not going to work and work on something until you find that idea that does work believe it or not the house of Virgil wasn't the first writing project I've completed the summer before I left for college, I spent all of my time writing this uh, short little book called The Sherwood Chronicles, a high fantasy adventure. The writing definitely took a toll on me mentally, but I finished it around August. Yet, while I was nearing the finish line of completing it, I realized that this wasn't going to be the first book I published. I could certainly borrow ideas from it, but I realized that as it stood, it wasn't going to work. And it was then that I realized that it was fine to accept that some ideas won't work. It just means that you're one step closer to finding an idea that does work. I bet you're understanding why I finished the Sherwood Chronicles when I realized while writing that it wasn't going to be published ever. Tip number seven. You have to finish a writing project. This was a tip shared to me by an author whose name I unfortunately don't remember from high school, but she told me that finishing the first project was the hardest thing about being a writer, but once you did that, it would be one of the biggest hurdles to overcome. Writing the Sherwood Chronicles was difficult and even painful at times, but I pushed myself to finish it. The notebooks in my closet were on my mind, all unfinished too. I had to finish something, and I did. I took a break from writing until November for National Novel Writing Month. I had an idea in my mind when I sat down to type, it came to me naturally. I took the lessons I've learned through years of practice of studying offers and moving on from my mistakes to write The House of Virgil. I believe that if I had never finished writing The Sherwood Chronicles, I wouldn't be an author. So finish writing a project. It doesn't have to be the first one, just you have to finish a project. The eighth tip is important for those of you who want to be published. That's right, I've summarized my advice of publishing in one tip, which is don't stress yourself out about publishing. When I finished The House of Virgil, I wanted to publish it. I went to Google to figure out who to publish with and found out how difficult it could be. Like, there's a lot of manuscripts and a lot of, like, procedures to send to, like, email to the publishers, and it just seemed so very daunting. And it was because of that work and that I just finished writing a novel, I thought, you know, I need a break. There's no guarantee that if I reached out to these publishers, I would be published. So I didn't reach out to any publishers immediately after writing. Instead, I took that time just doing some basic editing, uh, but even then I was in no rush to get published. It wasn't until I met Monty Washington at a campus event that I knew that I wanted people to read my book. I would have to self-publish, just as uh, Monty Washington suggested. Uh, my mom actually was the first to suggest I should self-publish for years, actually, but I believe that at the time there was a negative connotation with self-publishing. Let me tell you now that there isn't. If you're interested in self-publishing, I use Amazon's publishing service. The only money I had to invest was into editing and cover art from some friends at college, and it was published. Don't stress yourself out about whether you're going to get published. If you really want to, you will. I want to leave off with the most important tip, which isn't just for writers, but it greatly helps. 
and that is to live life to the fullest. Cliched, I know. But look at some of the great writers of the past or even today. You'll likely find that their life was eventful, sometimes in a good way and sometimes in a bad way. It is likely that what they went through influenced the stories they ended up telling. You don't have to do anything drastic to live life. It took me over a decade to write and publish my first book, but I didn't spend all that time in the writing process. I made friends that I still see today and play Dungeons & Dragons with. I go and walk around my hometown and campus taking in the different sites. I practice hobbies such as chess, and I have as much fun as I can playing video games, seeing friends, and there have been times when I felt like I've hit rock bottom before, but there have been times where I've succeeded and felt like I was on top of the world, and you can draw from all of these experiences. There's so much I haven't said, but the big takeaway is that you should experience life and see where it takes you and what you write about. Those are my nine tips, and there are no doubt more lessons to take from how to be a writer. I just want to get you started on this journey. I do look forward to seeing what you can accomplish, and if you need more advice, I'm sure there's a way to reach out to me. Shameless self-plug, but try my Twitter, at Chance Podcaster, all one word. I know that I need to use that more, and I'd be happy to answer any questions. It's time to get back into writing. Until next time.